FRG Weekly 17. 17th episode of the weekly podcast that, except for the holidays, usually comes out weekly. How's everybody doing? I'm Eddie, and Hefley is here, Deadly Sodium. Right, but I wasn't there for that one. No, no, but this is just the intro to it. Oh, hello, we're everybody. We're just saying hi to everybody. Okay. The only reason we're just saying hi to everyone is because with the regularity of the schedule we've had lately, we're just saying hi real quick before we get into the episode. Sweet. Saying hi to everybody. Hi everybody, how's it going? This is Dudley Sodium. <laughs> and we're saying happy Thanksgiving. And happy Thanksgiving, and yes. Happy happy holidays, Merry Christmas is coming up. Merry Christmas. So we'll be doing... Have a, ha- have a joyous, uh, solemn Ramadan and a joyous Kwanzaa. I don't think Ramadan is now, dude. I think that's early in the year. This is pretty soon. No, no it should be pretty soon. Wait, no. I don't know. Isn't... See, we're getting our holidays mixed up. Either way. Anyway, the whole point is that... We're making sure to let you know that we're still here, putting out some stuff. You Be sure you're checking out our streaming. Actually, I'm doing three nights a week. I'm doing Fallout streaming, so catch it late nights, 10 yep. p.m. Arizona yep. time. We got Tuesdays with Scarecrow and myself. Uh, Deadly. The Deadly Scarecrow Power Hour. Double hour. Double hour, whatever. Power, wait, wait. No, no, we're the, just going to call it Power Hour. That's never an hour. <laughs> we're okay, just going to keep it like that. Power Hour, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, the Deadly Scarecrow Power Hour. We release weekly on Wednesday, and we actually got some interviews that we've recorded, so expect those on the weekends. So, yep. yep. Well, if you're hearing this one, you'll probably hear one of the interviews we uh, recorded. On Saturday, right? Well, we, Aaron... Well, we'll talk about him later. We interviewed yes. Aaron. Yes. And that episode should be released along with this one. So if you're hearing this one, check your logs because the interview we have with uh, Aaron, is his name? Yes. will be on there too. So listen to that. That's a fun interview. That was a pretty fun interview. Yeah. But more on that later. Yes, so absolutely. make sure you're following us on FRG underscore media on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Front Row Geeks on Twitch and Facebook. And well, keep I mean, everything. Yeah, just Front Row Geeks media. Just follow it all. Well, FRG me is different. Yeah, FRG me. Well, whatever. So, I couldn't get both on both channels. What can you do, I guess? <laughs> Alright. So, anyway, that's pretty much it for the intro. Stay tuned. Here, see, here's the podcast, right? Enjoy, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Front Row Geeks. working it's all good okay Yay. so all right okay i'm about to bang the table i better not do that I'm, not, I'm gonna get yelled at don't take hefley's job <sighs> if he was here he'd do it for me i know okay so frg weekly episode 17 hello everybody hello. if you're listening to this before the episode 16 that's probably my fault so i apologize <laughs> but if everything's going well you listen to this after listening to 16 which would be the best thing to do all right just two of us today Baron 5X, and then joined by Lady Haterade. Hello. 
people are still sick and recovering and doing stuff from Thanksgiving and the holidays. So, a little bit of skeleton crew this week, but that's okay. We have a lot to talk about. And for probably the first time in a long time, I had to make a list of what we're talking about today and then cut it out. Because we can't do all of it. In fact, I think I picked five things and that's probably going to be too much. So, we'll see what we can do about it. We will make it work. But we'll be quick. Because, Kelsey, how was your Thanksgiving? It was pretty good. I drove to California, so that was fun. My I missed my uh, drives with my dad when we go to California when I was younger, so that was nice bonding time. And food was great. I have some lovely Instagram photos of our turkey. So what did you do for your turkey? Um, so my uncle is the grill master. He did uh, two turkeys. Actually, one full turkey and then like the turkey breast kind mm-hmm. of thing. And the, the full turkey was a garlic and herbs with, like, rosemary, sage, and thyme. Oh, this is so good. And he, it was so flavorful. It was kind of weird because that's not... I've never had turkey like that, so my brain kept thinking that I wasn't <laughs> eating turkey. Um, but it was delicious. And then he did a Cajun for the, the, the turkey breast. Cajun turkey? Yeah. It was very interesting. Pretty spicy. And actually, uh, the next day, they used both... Uh, carcasses to make like a stock and it tasted really Wait, good. Wait, a what? Like, stock for like soups and stuff. Oh, I was like, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, so sorry. It's like basically culinary like, stuff. Broth, if you will, for like soups. And so it was pretty tasty. It was like very smoky. And then um, my aunt and I made these little mini pecan tartlets that were amazing. It had the weirdest crust recipe I've ever seen, but it was really good and flaky. And it basically was like butter flour, but then you God, also... we're going to be so hungry by the end of this podcast. <laughs> we're <already> started. <laughs> but then it also had like sour cream, or not sour cream, cream cheese and an egg. And those are two like foreign things to a pie crust to Does it say like sour cream? It was cream cheese. But it was <laughs> or cream cheese, so, sorry. so good. Like, I'm not a fan of cream cheese anyway. You would have liked them. It was amazing. And then also made homemade cranberry sauce for the first time. And it is extremely easy to make. Hmm. I'm also not a big fan of cream. Oh, what's wrong with you, Eddie? Oh, dang it. Now I'm smacking the table. No, I love cranberry sauce. I'm a cranberry sauce person. That is one of my favorite things at Thanksgiving. Because I like to do a slice, a little bite of turkey, a little helping of mashed potatoes and some cranberry sauce mm. on top of it as one bite. You had me in mashed potatoes, too. Uh, that's More than the turkey, my favorite part of Thanksgiving is mashed potatoes. See, oh, my family mm. loves the stuffing, and I'm not a stuffing person, but I did help make it this year. It was pretty good, but it's just, I just don't, it's just there. I don't like stuffing that much. Yeah, I know. I'm on the same page. Like, like the stuffing we make is pretty good. We Mex- Mexicanize our stuffing really, really <laughs> well, and it's, but it's okay. But it's about the mashed potato and turkey for me, and then like, even the ham was like, you're there, thank you for coming, but I'm, here we go, turkey and mashed potato. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's I just so cool. love the next day when you make sandwiches mm. and everything. That's, it's that's so like good. my favorite part. Next day Thanksgiving is exactly. always as good. Even Sometimes even better than first day Thanksgiving. It I don't really know what it is. is. Uh, so I was in Vegas for Thanksgiving. Ooh. So so um, I wasn't say that's weird, but I've been doing it for like seven out of the last eight years. So it's not weird for me to go to Thanksgiving Vegas vacation. Because that's what awesome. I do. That's our tradition. The thing we did off course of the normal tradition is that we had Thanksgiving dinner on Tuesday. Uh, so we made our turkey and everything on Tuesday. And we did bacon wrapped turkey, ooh, which is awesome, by the way. That sounds and amazing. it's not like super extra work. It's just that you wrap the legs and the breast with like turkey and like weave it together and cook it all in that. 
mean and, you do it with bacon? Yep. You said turkey. Um, well, I weave it on the turkey. I guess it makes sense. You're weaving bacon on top of a turkey, and it's great because whatever cooking happens in that, that them cooking together makes magic. I'm really hungry right now, and this is not healthy. I know. Oh. <laughs> so then, and then what I did after what we did for actual Thanksgiving dinner is we went to a Brazilian barbecue. Ooh, so it that was just amazing. have you been to one of those before? No, I haven't. So basically, it's just a bunch of guys walking around and with like sticks, skewers, skewers and- huge skewers of meat. Yeah. Like all kinds. I've heard you know, about that. I there think are, there's a place in Phoenix. Too. There, there is. We I, need to go. I haven't gone to that one yet, but yes, we do need to go. And it's great. It's basically just meat, 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 meat. And they have mashed potatoes too. So that was just <laughs> great for me. And like all kinds of meat, all types of different slices of meat, cooks of meat, marinated different types of meat, different parts of the cow, different parts of the chicken, different parts of whatever. All different kinds. Out. Oh, it's so good. We'll pack up, we'll take a two hour drive. <sighs> so thanks to me. great. on the drive? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So, but before I get to what what my most consuming activity during Thanksgiving was, I have to mention real quick that I saw on Monday by myself because I just really wanted to watch it at like ten o'clock at night the Mockingjay movie, which apparently you don't you don't you haven't read the books. I've read the books. Okay, but I haven't seen this movie or the previous one. So you don't want me to say anything then about uh, the movie itself. I mean, you could say whether it was good or not, but... It was really good. I mean, I it was good for what it was. I really need to watch the last one so I can watch this this current one. Oh, you didn't watch part one? Mm-mm. <gasps> yeah, you should I watch know. part one. I need to. Fine, then I won't go into, like, details, but... I mean, if you read the book, you're not going to be surprised by that's anything. That's true. I guess I have read the book. Yeah, you're not going to be surprised what happens. And But that's the thing, though. I wasn't going to be surprised what happened either, because I read the books. Like, I even read it before it was famous. I don't know how, actually. I don't even know how I got into those books. Oh, I know what it was. I think I saw on my, you know, the Amazon, like, giving library. or Amazon has this thing where, like, if you have Prime, you get, like, one free book a month. Oh, nice. From, like, a certain set of books. And the first book was one of those books for some reason. And I just picked it up and read them all, like, in a week. I honestly don't know how I read the books. Oh, actually, I think I read it on the Kindle app. Okay. I think. I'm pretty sure. You just bought it? Or you someone yeah, recommended it to you? I, I bought it and I just have them on my phone. So yeah, if you read the books, you're not going to surprise you. But then not being surprised, it still tore me up. Because uh, when I read it in the books, it was when, I don't know how you read the, read the books, but sometimes I go a little fast when I'm reading. And it was, and when the stuff that happens at the end of that book, like when I read through it and like I had to do a double take, and like, wait, what am I reading? I had to go back. Like, wait, what happened? Wait, what? Why did it happen? What happened? Why did it happen? And, and it was traumatic. That was like the, one of the like most heartbreaking things I've ever read in a book before. Aww. It didn't make it any less in the theater. Oh, I, really? I bawled. I was like, I'm, glad, I'm glad there was only like two other people in the theater. Because it was just like <laughs> me like... Oh, oh. And it just it was bad. I was like, oh. I was like, okay, I'm just going to leave now. Time to go. No, but yeah, there was just That's how I was my with, uh, man card. Oh man, what was it called? Something in the stars. Uh... The fault in our stars. Yeah, that one. I, I totally haven't watched tried. it just because I know that's how it's going to end up for me. It's really sad. Oh. It's a great, great, oh. great movie, but I totally cried. <laughs> so yeah, among my many weaknesses, one of them is I cry in movies. That's okay. I don't cry much in my personal life. I'm actually people think I'm kind of like cold. But, like, watching TV shows or reading books or movies or whatnot, I will totally cry at other things. Uh, same thing, all the time. Uh, even, even, like, you've been watching Arrow, right? 
only watched like the first two seasons. Okay, like this is this is the where the spectrum goes. There's there's scenes sometimes when like like Oliver and Thea like have a moment that I think is adorable, and I start, and I like tear up. Like oh brother sister stuff sibling stuff that's adorable. Oh and like and I I like like tear up a little bit or like something happens between Oliver and uh, and Diggle. Like oh yeah the whole like bro stuff okay uh, all right that's that's adorable okay see I find myself crying a lot when watching NCIS with like the people and their family coming oh, home yeah. or something and I'm just like that's so sad yeah oh okay. yeah. yeah so that that gets me a lot like almost every episode I'm just like fighting back tears because I'm like it's just so happy you're sad okay so on that note then because that, I just I just wanted to bring up that 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 it was sad you should watch it I cried. But I'm trying to remember if, I, if if anything like that that did that to me watching Jessica Jones, and I don't remember. Uh, I think it was just so traumatic the whole experience it didn't happen. I don't think anything like that happened to me. The only thing is like you kind of there's there's points in the show where they kind of make you feel bad for Kilgrave. I know, right? And you're just like, damn, that's that's pretty <laughs> fucked up. But, but you know, he's like the most fucked up guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but other than that, like, I don't. I can't think of a moment where I'm like, oh, that's so sad. Let me go cry a little. There's, well, so traumatic. There's shocking moments where you're like, holy fuck. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> like, once per episode, there was like, oh, shit. I can't yeah, believe that. Exactly. Oh, there shit. are definitely, like, shocking moments. But... So, yeah, that's what I did during, like, one of my full days on and my Thanksgiving break. It was, like, mm-hmm. one Friday evening into... Non-stop into, like, Saturday, early a.m. I was, like, just... I binged-watched all of Jessica Jones in one go. Yeah, well... So, Ross and I have been trying to convince my dad that he needs to watch Daredevil. And he's like, oh... Because he got tired of um, Arrow and Flash as well. He kind of lost interest because he just thought they weren't that good. And so, we were like, no, Daredevil's really good. You need to watch it. The fighting scenes are actually pretty legit, and it's not super corny. Like, it's it's really awesome. And then, last weekend, he's like, oh, yeah, are you watching Jessica Jones? I'm like, you're watching that, but not Daredevil? And he's like, it's a Netflix original. I was like, so is Daredevil. And he's like, oh, really? <laughs> okay, I'll start watching he's it. Like, and like I was like... The brand, the Netflix brand. I know. I was like, that's what I had to say to get you to watch it. Like, I've literally been trying for months to get him to watch it. And he, like, raced through Jessica Jones. Like, he finished it, like, almost as fast as you did. And Ross and I started um, on Sunday night when I got home from California. And we just finished it yesterday. I can't believe it was a week ago. Mm. I'm thinking about it now. This is how long the week I've had, I think. That was a week <laughs> ago that I watched Jessica Jones. Yeah. Jeez, it's been a long week. Okay. But we finished it fairly quickly as well, and it's kind of funny because my dad likes Jessica Jones better than Daredevil, but Ross and I like But he hasn't Daredevil. seen Daredevil, you're telling me. No, he, he has. Yeah, he has now. He's watching it. Okay. I think he's almost done fishing, finishing it, or has already finished it. I'm, I'm not quite sure. But yeah, so he, he likes Jessica Jones better, but Ross and I like Daredevil better because Ross... The, the scene for him that gets him is when Daredevil kicks all those guys' ass to save that little boy. Like, that's, like, his yeah. moment for that show that And that's loves. an excellent moment. That's true. <clears throat> so. but, the, but the whole... I, now that you've brought the question up, it's kind of hard. Like, there are... I think I like Jessica Jones as a hero better than Daredevil. Well, I really love Kilgrave as a villain. Yeah, and Kilgrave. But then you also, yeah, I mean, the Kingpin was a great villain too. I mean, he, he, they're was, on par. He was just 
so st- he did it very well, but he was so strange and awkward. It was just really it was weird to watch him. I'm just like you, you just. But it, so I think I think because they were trying to push the the empathy yeah. like on us. It's like this guy is like a rare, very real world evil. Yeah. Like like he has the same problems as we do. So like, but he he's obviously become a monster to deal with them, and that's yeah. you know well, that's like, what makes a difference between. It's like the Daredevil kingpin. and Kingpin. They like both the became kingpin. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, like something like that. He wants to save the world, but there's no way to do it. So he does these horrible like because he thinks he's doing the right. Yeah, thing. and that well, that's exactly <laughs> what Kingpin is. Versus, actually, I think that's why they had that because it was like these both both these Kingpin and Daredevil came from a place where they like had to, probably not great childhoods growing up mm-hmm. with things getting in their way and you know shit just hitting the fan all the time for him. One guy becomes a hero for it, the other one becomes a villain for it. Yeah. I mean, and that's the kind of story that is. But Jessica Jones, for me, was just, just I mean, it was just badassery. Just well, the, the effed up life of, of Jessica Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and the one thing that my dad really liked about it was that he liked how they really slowly went through her history to explain, like, who she was. It took a while, but the build-up, he, he liked that element of it i think a lot of it has to do too with the fact that we're so used to because we're st- even though with this is going on so long already we're still so new into superheroes that we're still doing a bunch of origin stories mm-hmm. so daredevil like all the ones before it was another origin story which is much as good as it was there is a part of us that's all kind of like okay i'm sick of seeing the origin story like mm-hmm. we know how heroes become heroes i don't mind it because i don't personally know a lot about most of these heroes and ross and myself like i've never heard of jessica jones i know he has but he also didn't know know too much about her and so he was actually doing a little research on Jessica Jones and Kilgrave and stuff, and he was pulling up some of the comics and stuff, and they did, uh, in the TV show, like, word-for-word situations, like, when the very first scene, basically, when she throws that guy's head through her front window, mm-hmm. and, and is like, oh, and there's the matter of paying your bill. Like, that was, like, from the comics. So they did tie in a lot of key features, and same with Kilgrave and Purple, and and that's why her flashbacks were purple, like, of him. Yeah, and, and yeah, a lot of that was just good cinematography, too. It was really For cool. the whole, the whole mm. thing. The thing is, like, the fighting scenes, I thought Daredevil's fighting scenes were much better than Jessica Jones. Because Jessica Jones, like, with her strength, she just seemed really awkward. Like, in some of the scenes, like, it didn't seem like... Well, I think that's part legit. of what it is. Because we know Daredevil, it, as a character, is a trained martial artist. And true. Jessica just has the... Jessica's a very good detective. She just has strength, and she. So she's never had it, but for whatever reason, she's never. She's not trained. But she, it did get better towards the end. Um, well, when you when do it like fighting. for like two months in a row, I guess you get better at doing something. That's true. But um, yeah, you're right. She's always had just the ability to kick people's ass before, mm-hmm. which which is probably why. Well, well, I won't spoil anything. But the fights later at the end were a little more intense because it was someone who maybe not totally trained, but had all the strength. So there's very raw what everybody was doing, whereas Daredevil is all about like precise techniques. Mm-hmm. And the cool key element for both of Daredevil and Jessica Jones is that, uh, well, I guess Daredevil's not really technically a super. His sight is kind of like, like a special power. Any, yeah, he doesn't. I don't know. It is like it's kind of weird, but both of them still get injured and bleed, and they they still heal. Unless quickly, you're Luke Cage, but. Yeah, but not Luke Cage. He's his, that's his special ability is not getting cut. 
But it makes them more real and not just, like, some untouchable being, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's, like, one thing that we like is just that they they seem more real as, like, humans and, like, well, I mean, in the, that respect. They're not invincible. The, like, they do get injured. The MCU has been kind of about, like, bringing a lot of realism to the whole thing, which is okay. I mean, that, there's no problem with that. But you're right. I mean, they did a really... Well, I mean, I think all the Netflix series are really focused on bringing, like, a low-to-the-ground low sort of story to mm-hmm. these superheroes, but they're not, like, like S-class superheroes. These are what, like, street-level superheroes do for, mm-hmm. a living, for a living. And Ross is super excited about the the Luke Cage series. That which there are already photos coming out for Luke Cage. And the Iron Fist one. Which, there was a rumor for a long, long time that they were going to switch into just a movie. But oh, I think really? they're back. I think they're back to giving him a whole show. I didn't hear that. But he's also excited about the one where they're going to put all all four of them together. Defenders. So, so that's going to be great. That'll be very interesting to see how that all plays out. And I'm curious to see if that nurse is in the other two shows as well. According to this to the set photo, she's like she's going to be heavily involved with Luke Cage's story. Yeah. But that's what her character is. Her character is very much like a, like a street level superhero as well. Oh, like yeah. she's not a superhero yet, but she's going to kind of be one. Oh. I think I she's an that. unpowered superhero, though. Okay. She fixes everything. She's the night nurse. That's what her superhero <laughs> oh, is. Oh, okay. FYI, anyone who didn't know that already. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, she her her persona is going to be the night nurse. And, and she basically just does what she's been doing so far. Yeah, like, fixing them up. <laughs> yeah, fix, the fix, superhero fixer, basically. That's cool. So she's going to be probably that role for, the, for all the characters awesome. that we're seeing lately. I like her. She's a pretty good character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, that's you haven't watched it. Totally watched it. I'm gonna. My dad's like this close to watching it. It's really good. So. You'll go through it so fast. Thirteen episodes is just not enough. <laughs> it's really not. It's like a mini movie, or not a mini movie, an extended movie. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm bl- I'm totally blanking here. Ugh. You sounded like a. Oh, what's yeah. her name from Bob's Burgers? The eldest daughter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to exactly do the sound though that she makes. I, I don't know. I haven't seen enough of that show yet. Tina, that's her name. Okay. You know, the glasses, right? Yeah. Don't they all have glasses? No. Some only she does. Never mind. I think so. She's like my favorite. But yeah, I've seen. I, I, so have fun. you seen the montage of that? There's a montage of her doing no. that. It's pretty funny. I I needed something to watch while I was doing my nails this morning because I didn't. I'm not in any series right now. I know. And so, so I just did some Bob's Burgers while I was like, so I could watch something mindless while doing my nails. <laughs> I've already seen them all, or at least what's on Netflix. That's so a good I show. just restarted it. Yeah, the other thing I was going to bring up, to kind of go into a more local feel, if we had been on the air last week, I would have mentioned Phoenix Comic Con's Fan Fest, which I think we actually have a couple people who went to go visit it, but I'm not 100% sure on that. So, kind of too late, but in case you didn't, in case you didn't know, Phoenix Comic Con has like a like a midway point Comic Con called Fan Fest, which normally we would be at or visit or do what we can, but. It just wasn't in the cards this year, but next year we'll be there, and hopefully even we even have a booth. I'm thinking that that venue is small enough and more intimate enough that it'd be okay to have a booth there. Okay. Because I don't know if you have you been to Phoenix Comic Con before. No, I, literally Tucson Comic Con is was huge. the only Comic Con I've ever been to. Phoenix Comic Con is huge. I heard it's. I think it's way too big for us at the moment. Oh really? <laughs> like we could easily just drown in that. Besides the fact that I'm pretty sure it costs like an arm and a leg to get a booth there. Really? I don't know yet, but I wouldn't be surprised because it's just. It's huge and it's packed, packed to the brim with like all these different things. So Fan Fest, I'm going to try for us next time because I think that's still a little more, a little more intimate scene. That'd be cool. 
And then in March, there's going to be another one we can probably try out called Konnichiwa, and it's here in yeah. town. So, so cons are in the future. I just got to sign up for them at some point. Yay! Funding. So, the other local thing I want to talk about, I got to get up the list here, <clears throat> is 10 must do Tucson Christmas traditions. This will be exciting because the only one that I know of is the Christmas street with all the lights. Winter Haven. Yes. And that's number one on the list is but Winter isn't, Haven. Isn't the street called Christmas though? I don't think it's called Christmas. The, I it was. the housing development is called Winter Haven. Yeah. But I, I'm sure, I wouldn't be surprised if they temporarily changed something to call it Christmas or something. No, I think the street name is legitimately, well, I'm, I'm going to Google it. I mean, right there's multiple streets, so. Yes, that is true. But I think the first street you turn it on. Because it's right, well, it's it's near like Tucson and Prince. Yeah. So maybe this got like a Christmassy Oops. name somewhere in there. But So if you don't know Winter Haven, I've been to it a few times. Actually, it's been around for like 66 years. So it's oh, been around really? for a while. Yeah. It's basically in the middle of Tucson. There's this whole like housing development that got together one year, apparently 66 years ago, and says, hey, we're going to put a bunch of lights here. And tell everyone to come over. Like from all over Tucson. So it's basically a housing development that dedicates itself for like an entire month of just being like the ultimate Christmas light show. For So the whole neighborhood, like dozens and dozens of houses, are all Christmas up. Like huge Christmas stuff. Tons of lights, tons of decorations, themes, uh, like big blow up things, big huge mm-hmm. lights, like... Whole yards filled with lights. And they have like vendors for like candy or whatnot and hot chocolate or popcorn. They or used something. to have horse drawn carriages, but apparently this is going to go out of style now because too many people are getting hurt. Oh no! <laughs> so now I heard bicycle, bicycling, those like bicycle tour oh, things. Okay. Which I've never been on one of those before. I yeah. have not either. But yeah, on Fort Lowell, the street that you would turn on mm-hmm. is Christmas Ave. Okay, so no surprises that after so many years they changed his name to that. So it's going to be open between like now or sorry, from December twelfth to the twenty sixth. Okay. You can totally go take a look at this, and, and they're open to like midnight every night, I think, or ten oh, p.m. They're open for, I guess they're lit up from six to ten p.m. every night. That's what cool. I'm looking. Oh, January twenty sixth is, is the drive through night. So normally you can only go through this like like walking, but I guess the last day to decide. Okay, you can drive through here. Oh, very nice. Which is good because then you know we won't be running over people. Oh, yeah. it's good. So, what? I have lived here for like five years now, and I still have yet to do it. I really want to. So hopefully Ross and I can go this year. I wouldn't feel too bad. It was like ten years living here before I went there. Oh really? Like, and I'm pretty sure I never went when I was a kid either. So like coming back from Italy, I wasn't until Jessica's birthday like three years ago that like I went to Winter Haven for the first time, <laughs> and I was just on the pretense that Jessica wanted to go for her birthday. <laughs> Jessica Scrimpture, you remember her? The blonde Jessica? No? Okay. I'm really horrible with names. We'll work on it later. Pictures. I'll show you pictures later. Okay. So, and the, geek, and the reason we bring that up is that lights and geeky stuff. Actually, even geekier is that there's always like a geek theme somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. A couple things. Yeah. So, I mean, if you like lights and you like people showing off their their geek flag, that's the place to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Just go early. Because there's a lot of people. I mean, it's, they're always busy. I don't know if there's such things going early. They're just going to have to go and deal with people. Parking kind of sucks. Yeah, that's why I say so, early. Yeah, yeah I guess for... Because you have to, like, park across the street and walk. Yeah. 
Yeah, good it's luck with parking. A, it's such a big deal that TPD comes out and manages the traffic. For a whole 26 days. Yes. <laughs> and that's why the people in the neighborhood pay a lot of uh, HOA fees. That's the other thing and about electric bill. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ooh. Also, if you, if you live in our area, I think even in an entire southwest area, if you're not having tamales sometimes this month, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Tamales I, are what you should eat. And that's number nine on the list of things to do while you're in the southwest in Tucson. Eat tamales. I, I saw a meme that says, oh crap, what was it? It was something about like, eat tamales or, let me go find it really quickly. It was really funny. I'm just horrible at remembering. It's so places. sad because today there was, if I wasn't doing a test today, I would have oh. been at the 11th annual Tucson Tamale Festival. What? There was a festival and I didn't know about it? It's called the 5 p.m. I uh, probably should have told you. I didn't think about it. Oh, man. I would have loved <laughs> I just it. read it the other day and I'm like, oh, I'm taking a test. I can't go. Dang it. But the, the meme I sent to my friend, actually, you know her, Norma, I said, the more you weigh, the harder you are to kidnap. Stay safe. Eat tamales. Oh, oh, I'd put that one too somewhere. I'm sure I shared that too. Norma might have gotten it from me. Actually, I posted it to her. Well, I might have gotten it from you. Okay, then maybe I got you. Maybe you're right. Maybe I got it from one of you two. Then <laughs> some order somewhere. I know I shared that. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, tamales are important. They are just like any food. You know, you got to keep your energy going. Oh, see, I did. And I shared it from... Oh, I had no idea. I must have shared it from somebody then. And personally, I like tamales with olives in them. Like a one, one olive. Yuck. I love it. Yuck. Yum. I'm offended when I have to deal with olives in my tamales. Worst off is sometimes to deal with two olives in my tamales. This is the worst. I love it. No. So delicious. Olives don't belong in there. They do too. No. It's a surprise. All right. So... If you're into parades, I'm sure I think I'm pretty sure there's more than one parade in this whole list. Because there's a thing called a, Los Posadas. That's Spanish, guys. I I got you covered there. <laughs> if you're in, well, let's see. If you're into watching elementary school kids parading with like angels and stuff, and you and you, it's a tradition that's been going back since 1937. There you go. Uh, the Carillo Elementary students dress as angels carry the Nacimiento. You know what Nacimiento is, Kelsey? No. Nacimiento. You don't know what that is? No. It's the nativity scene. Oh, okay. I saw a really funny one that said if you're poor, then this person did like a Coke version with Jose and a There's a Coke version? Oh. Yeah. But then they had like a pack of cigarettes for like the camel and then... Something, uh... Blasphemy! I oh, but my camel works. Never mind. I see that. But it it's was, still blasphemous, but it's still well, great. Yeah, you the camel cigarette, you know? It was really funny. It's all right. So many memes! Okay. Nativities are important for us, but I, I would be lying if I didn't make parody nativities. I, I One year I put Jack the Skeleton right next to my nativity scene, and I got a little flack for it, but I was okay. <laughs> I, I'm not Catholic, but my family has nativity sets that... Have been passed down. And so I have one. We have a set that's as old as me, if not older, that we just continuously use whenever we can. And well, we have multiple sets throughout our family because my great-great-grandmother, who I've never met, apparently made them. Okay, that's legit. So we have we have quite a few sets throughout the family. Oh, see? Another parade. The Armory Park on Saturday, December nineteenth, has has a, a, a their own holiday parade, and man, the picture looks like uh, San Javier. I don't think it is. 
Is Armory Park near Saint Javier? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know if I've ever been to Armory Park. Well, Armory Park on on December nineteenth at four p.m. is when they're going to do the parade that goes through downtown. Okay. So if you, if, oh, oh, that's going to be another good parade right there. Okay, I think I know where that is. Uh, what else we got going on? Uh, if you're oh, see if you're if you're a book geek, this is going to be good for you. The Arizona Inn may, does a, a particularly special job at decorating for Christmas. And they they do a lot of like like freebie cozying up stuff in there. So if you want a good book and a and some pretty Christmas arrangements to look at, the Arizona Inn is your place to go. I mean, fourteen feet is a, it's tall, right? It's pretty big. Fourteen feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's decent. Their Christmas tree is fourteen feet, and it had with a champagne cocktail. Oh, there's a champagne cocktail Ooh. for going to the Arizona Inn. I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> it's just, I didn't read that before. Oh, and they got like a fireplace going. Oh, yeah. See, there you go. So if you want a nice, historically accurate and Christmassy place to read your books, Tucson is the place to go. Um, oh, Christmas at San Javier. I knew there was a place for that. So history buffs, San Javier, important mission here in Tucson, Arizona. They do a bunch of Christmas stuff there, too. They even got some choirs going on, which I, th- I think I want to go to one of those because those are kind of nice to be at, especially during Christmas. So check out San Javier on the 8th, 9th, and 10th of this month. If you want to check out check that out. So it's coming up quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this is new. I didn't see this before. There's a rooftop Santa show. Interesting. <clears throat> this one I'm just going to have to read verbatim, I think. Santa Claus throws candy out to the audience from the rooftop during the annual Poet Square Christmas pageant. The show was moved in 2014 to the Peter Howell neighborhood in Midtown. It will be performed on December 23rd at uh, 4054 East 4th Street at 6.30 and 9 p.m. Free, but bring canned food donation, please. Cool. So, I'm in. Rooftop. I won't be here. A, prob- a probably drunk Santa throwing candy at people from the top of a roof? That can Hello? only be good. I'm hoping he's drunk. I mean, doesn't say he's going to be drunk. That would be very dangerous. That's that's totally fine. I can I can hope for that, right? Oh my gosh, Eddie! Okay, it's Arizona roofs. It's not that high. He'll survive the fall unless he falls straight on his head. He'll be okay. Okay, we're getting a little morbid. We shouldn't talk about Santa like that. There's a whole movie dedicated to that. I mind you. Yes, but it's a movie. So life's a movie. I love that. Oh, I didn't. Oh, and Lan Quintana, they do fake snowfall. Uh, on between now and December nineteenth, every Friday and Saturday evening. That's so awesome. So, if we, so if we want to experience fake snow. This is the place to go. It's I didn't know they did Saturday that. Saturday evening, let's go, Eddie. It's it's over at six forty-five. Dang it! From six to six forty-five, Kelsey. I didn't hear that part. No, Sorry. well, it's a thing I repeated it for the listeners. Sad, so if if you miss being at a place with snow, you can go to Atlanta Cantata. And the last one, which I should have gone last night, I forgot about this. Zoo lights started up last night oh, okay. at the zoo, I've which you you're like right next door. You should go. I am. Sorry to give away your like kind of well, location. They don't know where you live, so <laughs> as long as you don't give the actual address. We're I just good. realized that. Oh, I gave too much information. I live near it. You live relatively near, like like maybe like a hundred miles away or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, zoo lights. That's been going on forever. So that's exciting. I'm going to go do that at some point. The only thing, though, is that I've never... I, I don't know if I've ever seen too many animals during the Zoo Lights events. 
They're kind of I don't I think I don't think they give two fucks about what's Probably going on. <laughs> Most of them, at least the interesting like tigers. I'm pretty sure are out of the question. Maybe the bears are okay. I have no idea. If they still had the polar bear, maybe he'd be in there, but the polar bear's dead. Aww. That like three years ago. Sad. Let it go. I haven't been to there, like to the zoo in like two or three years because I had a college class that required us to go there for like 10 visits to do some research projects. Oh, nice. It was cool because it was free, but at the same time I had to go stare at monkeys for like ever. And so I kind of got bored of going to the zoo because I was tired of staring at monkeys. I used to, I, I, when I used to work nearby, I used to go for lunch every once in a while. That was a great walk. I just walked there, enjoy animals that I liked, and then went back to the other animals. Ah! I'm proud of myself. <laughs> you just called your former workers Those animals. animals. I'm sure they're okay with that. Um, and they're nice people. Most of them. The last thing is that... Well, shoot, I lost the page. I was going to say that the Arizona Wildcats do a bunch of Christmas stuff this time of year, too. During their basketball games. But I lost the details. Oh, there we go. I almost clicked past it again. Um, December 19th. They're going to... Well, I think they have two games, actually. So on the 19th and the 22nd of this month, they're going to do some... While they're playing the basketball games, all the mascots are going to be Christmas-themed. And they're going to do, like, Christmas-related stuff. So... If you happen to be going to one of the basketball games, totally be ready for some Christmas cheer. And that's Christmas in Tucson, everybody. My Christmas will probably be spent in Fallout 4. Like, <laughs> if I can help it. In between studying for my other exams, all my exams, maybe I'll be I'll have a little Fallout 4. Ah, mm, that's gross. I just burped on the podcast. <laughs> that's awesome. You, Eddie, you're so gross. Ah, I know, I'm sorry. It's okay, I forget. Gross. Ah. Anyway, Fallout 4 is all I'm going to be doing for Christmas if I can help it, but who knows? I might not have that much time to do it. Oh, I'm also going to be streaming a lot. So if you want, and and somebody please watch, because it's kind of lonely. For three nights a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays, for the rest of December, I'll be streaming my Fallout 4 gameplay for like two hours a night from like 10 o'clock. Arizona time to whenever I get too tired to play. <laughs> so, so if you're up late, you got nothing better to do, or you know you like me and you want to watch what I do in Fallout Four, please watch. Give me company, so that I can I don't have to explore the wasteland by myself because it's really scary. Like, well, it is because there's a death clause and then like they run at you and they pick you up and they slice you in half and then you start all over again and then probably the same thing will happen to you until you get it right. So, you know, after a while, you probably... You, death seems like a natural thing. <laughs> I didn't... Just for the look on your face, that was worth it. <laughs> okay. I've been playing the game a lot. I'm like 80, 90 hours in. Wow. I'm not even close to being done. Because <laughs> I'm taking my sweet time with the game. Yeah, so is Ross. He's like... There's just so much to do. He's doing it very slowly, but I guess the side quests and stuff are the majority of the game anyways, but that's pretty much all he's been doing, and he's not even close so to finishing good. it. So good. Oh. I don't know how many hours he is into it, but I just know that... I, Steam tells me how many hours I've played the game, so that's the only reason I know. Oh, so. um... I think he's doing PS4. I'm not sure if he's... I think it's PS4. I don't think he's doing Steam. Okay. Using Steam. Whatever you want to say. So what's your Christmas going to look like? Well, we are going to Colorado and Kansas. 
Nice. So. That seems like two random places, though. Like, they're not. Well, Colorado is my family. Kansas is his family. I'm trying to remember the U.S. map. How close is Colorado to Kansas? They're really close to each other. Are they border each other? Yes. Oh, they do? Okay. Wow. Okay, I had to think about that. Oh, man, it's been too long since I've been in geography class. I almost couldn't remember that Kansas and, and Colorado touch. Yes, they do. Okay. And um, okay. from my family to his family uh, is about seven to eight hour drive. So we're flying from Phoenix to Colorado, but then we are um, going to drive from Colorado to Kansas and then fly back to Colorado, or sorry, drive back to Colorado, and then fly from Colorado back to Phoenix. So it'll be fun to see both of our families. I did enough traveling for Vegas. I'm going to be home for the holidays. Me and my follow for. You want to water my plants? Okay, I can do that. Yes. How often do they be watered? Mm, once every two days. Okay, I can do that. Hey, hey, afterwards. It's cold, so they don't require as much water. It's getting so cold outside. And some Wait. of them may die, so don't worry. I'm prepared. Wait, what song is that? Isn't there a song where like someone says it's it's cold outside? I don't know. It's a Christmas song. Um, if I was ready, I would start. I would start singing Christmas carols. It seems really appropriate right now, <laughs> but I'm not ready for that apparently. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I guess the last thing we should probably bring up real quick, because now I'm just curious about this because I haven't checked my own mail yet. Is that what, oh. did, what did you get from Cards Against Humanity? I thought we were going to do it on the video. We are, but we'll do it here too. Okay, so uh, this is my first time doing one of the holiday things for Cards Against Humanity. You I, missed out last year. I we did. got an island. Well, I'm glad I missed out on the bullshit, but yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very disappointed. Wait, wait. did you hear what happened on Black Friday? Oh yeah, they increased the price again. But then for nothing. Yeah. Like apparently you can buy well for five dollars you can buy nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that was fantastic. And then like they made like seventy thousand dollars off of that. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Why do people do that? That's crazy. Well, I'm sure it was a combination of people who were like, okay, I'll give this money to Currency of Humanity. They've been yeah. good to us. But I, I, you're right. I have to wonder how many people were Just like, did it because they were stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> five bucks. Yeah, this is a deal. Oh wait, it's nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> Yeah, no, but I did I did the holiday thing this year, which is um, sensible Hanukkah gifts. It's like eight sensible gifts. Eight sensible On the Hanukkah first gifts. day of Hanukkah, so, Cards Against Humanity gave to me. I think this came in the mail yesterday. I'm not sure, but it says night one, and there's a potential that I could get them out of order, which I think I'm going to try to open them in order at least. But the first gift was a pair of socks. Because, Ooh, with a menorah on it? Yes, but only two lit for some reason. So basically, you're right. I was supposed to say, isn't this day one? Why is there two I, lit? Yeah. Well, wait. They do the the center one, and then they light the eight. Oh. So I think that's. Oh. So, See, you can tell I'm Catholic. Well, I'm not. I don't celebrate Hanukkah. Ross's <laughs> sister does, um, which is kind of funny because I'm I made a list for all the people I'm going to send Christmas cards to, and his sister and her husband were on that list. And Ross is like, wait, I don't know if we need to send them a Christmas card. I was like, but are they really going to get offended that I sent a Christmas card? I was going to say, like, Christmas like, card is just like a yeah. thing, right? But, I mean, I totally forgot. And I only have a limited supply. I mean, next year I could get Hanukkah stamps or something. Am I getting a Christmas a card? card? Sorry, Eddie. <sighs> it's not that I don't it's want okay. to. It's okay. It's Fine. Just... Fine. You all hear, heard it. You're here to hear, guys. Next year I will expand my Christmas <laughs> card list because there are plenty of people I would love to send a Christmas card to. It's just... 
my experience. I was all excited. It, We've been talking about it for months. I know. I just <laughs> you have, brought it up months ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a lack of experience. This is my first attempt, and I didn't want to bite off more than I could chew. So I started with just immediate family. Fair enough. So I'm sorry. Please forgive me. But anyways, back to the eight sensible gifts for Hanukkah. Um, basically, it says, let's see. They decided to celebrate the holiday we actually believe in, Hanukkah. Hanukkah is at the ancient Jewish festival of lights when in 166 BCE, the Maccabees, I don't know if I'm saying that right, observed a single day's worth of oil burning for eight days. Wow, that's an 87.5% savings in oil. <laughs> and to properly observe Hanukkah, we've ensured that this year's gifts be befit the reasonable or responsible adult that you've become. For example, today we've sent you one of life's greatest gifts, a pair of socks. You should never leave home without them. So, um... What about if you're at the beach? I, I don't know. It just... It, that's what it says. It Come says on, cards against humanity. You, you need to be you need to have be empathetic to our situations. And so it says to help you use these tools responsibly. Each day comes with a letter containing unsolicited advice from one of our Jewish fathers. <laughs> so, um, wait, is this Jewish fathers? Yes. Shouldn't it be like Jewish rabbis, or they mean Jew- dads who are Jewish? I maybe it's their own personal father. I I'm not sure. Mm, okay. But it says, "P.S. We've got another puzzle for you this year. You'll find clues hidden throughout the gifts you're getting, the envelopes they come in, the websites we've made to promote them, and in dozens of other places. And you won't be able to solve it alone. Everything you need to know is at this particular website. So oh, I didn't. I tried. I kind of tried that last year with with, with Chris. I don't, I don't think we just got anywhere with it. But the quote that's on this, it says, I never leave home without a nice pair of socks. Supposedly quoted from Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> I don't know if that's legit or not. I did not fact check it. I'm going to fact check it right now <laughs> just to see but if that's that, true. That's the first gift from Cards Against Humanity this year. Describe the socks. In summary. So, I don't think I will be actually using these socks. They Why not? Like, they look like nice socks. They do look nice. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. I haven't decided yet. I'm trying to look up Benjamin Franklin quotes right now. I'm excited to see what other gifts they will do this year. So. Socks. I don't see anything about socks and Benjamin Franklin. Ah, wait, we'll wait. Just look up the... Benjamin ben Franklin quotes socks. Um, wait, wait. It says I never leave home without a nice pair of socks. I think they're lying. Probably are, I mean. Cards Against Humanity is lying. It It never happens. (laughs) (laughs) They're so honest. When they say they're going to give you a bag of bullshit, they literally do. Socks, socks. Rock kind of, Rob Kardashian has a quote about socks. Is that is that there? Is that important? Probably. Yeah. I am working on a dress sock line of funky, colorful, cool designs. <laughs> Rob Kardashian. I think I'll skip. Okay. Um, Dorothy Day has one about socks. Uh, so does uh, Brittany Snow. Um, another Rob Kardashian one. Uh, oh, oh, uh, um, oh. What's his name? Oh, David Boran's Boran. Boreanis. Is that how you pronounce it? I think so. The Buffy angel yeah, guy? Yeah. Angel. Angel from Buffy. Why didn't I okay. know that? I knew that. He talks about socks. 
He says well, he, that's he says, because he, in Bones, the TV show Bones, he likes to, that's his, how he rebels is with funny socks and his belts. Oh, he actually, he says here, I'm a sock guy. Actually, somebody from Blue Chip saw him at a hockey game. Not one of ours? No, not one of ours. I don't know where she was. I can't remember, but I saw her post and I was like, oh my God, I'm so jealous what I would do <laughs> to be near him. He is such a sexy man. He's a dream boat, that's for he, sure. Yeah. Good, good to know he still has a job and he's getting paid. He deserves it. Well, okay, with that, I think we're we're about wrapped up for tonight. Cool. Less, less crazy stuff when there's, when there's not a lot of people here. So yeah. we get to the point. But yeah, exactly. We stayed on topic for the most part. <laughs> we're having a 45-minute episode instead of like Woo-hoo! cramming it down to just below an hour like we've always wanted. <laughs> so we're good here to go. Yay. We'll, we'll make some videos. Oh, you know what I forgot to talk about? What? See, this is what happens right now. We're going to go overtime. We'll bring it up next time, though, I think. We took a picture of my cat ear headphones, but we didn't talk about it on the podcast. Oh, yeah, we didn't. But that's okay, because I don't think that podcast has come out yet anyway. The one that's where I mentioned it. very true. So, so, if you're listening to this, check out our Instagram. I'm wearing cat ear headphones. You need to look them up, because they're awesome. Mm-hmm. They're by a company named Accent. And I think they're being distributed by a company called Brookstone. They're pretty good. Uh, we'll give them a more thorough review next time we come together. In the meantime, you can see the pictures and look them up yourself. Woo-hoo. And with that, I think we're done for today. Any last words, Kelsey? Nope, I am good. All right. So, <clears throat> don't forget, we stream just about every day. Uh, aside from my special three and three ninety week streaming this month for Fallout Four, we got we got Tuesday streaming with uh, the Deadly Scarecrow. Power double hour. <laughs> I haven't I haven't gotten used to saying that all real quick yet, but this the double power hour is gonna be on Tuesday. Wednesday we got Raptor. Thursday Kage should be back at some point eventually. I don't I don't think he'd streamed on this Thursday, but he'll be back. And Friday normally we have we have David Friday. Asher Omega does Fridays. He was sick, out sick this week, so look forward to him again next week. And of course on Saturday we have Michael. Oh no, they're talking to me. Speaking of which. Sorry, sorry. The our communications board is calling us, so it's our cue to get out of here. So get us on streams. Always find us on Wednesdays, except the last two because Thanksgiving. But from now on, Wednesdays. And actually, look forward to an interview. We we got we interviewed a, a local artist here in town, uh, ink artist, works on a particular comic that then you've heard of before. So stay tuned for that. That should be posting sometime pretty soon. And look actually, forward to more of those. Posted before this one, right? Uh, oh yeah. You should already be, if you if it's not already out there's a problem so look for it or yell at me one or the other <laughs> and then of course just keep keep looking for us on Twitter frg underscore media and Instagram frg underscore media Kelsey that was Kelsey's fault <laughs> sorry and of course our Facebook front row geeks Facebook slash front row geeks look for us tune in talk at us and with that we let's get out of here let's make a video. Of all the cool stuff we have on the table. And then call it a day. So, adios everybody. This has been a presentation of Front Row Geeks. Adios.